This is Got Punctum, a podcast exploring creative practice and the bookmaking process with contemporary photographers. I am Jay Sibylla Smith. I created this platform to share inspiration, challenges, and resources on creativity and to initiate a global dialogue. Welcome to our unscripted conversations. Welcome. I am so excited. The photo book book group in its live format is back. I'm welcoming all of you who are joining our our live discussion on Zoom and also welcome to those listening to our podcast, Got Punctum. Yelena, my introductions provide a framework of how I perceive how my guests see. When I first encountered your monograph, Odessa, I was so intrigued. I knew I had to understand how do you see and how do you photograph what I see? You have an ability to consistently astonish your viewer. You move with the wind like a dragonfly with a camera. Your engagement is ever surprising, keeping viewers eager to join in your flight. Some portraits are a solid triangle of energy, a hard line between you, your subject, and your camera. Some are a complete mystery of how you happen to be witness to a most vulnerable, intimate, private moment. And yet others still bring us to see people living on the edge of life. Your poignant images taken from 2015 to 2019 are so full of sensuality and deep emotion. During today's talk, I will share a few portraits interspersed with the hauntingly beautiful poetry of fellow Ukrainian poet Ilya Kaminsky. In our brief phone call, when I expressed, I do not know how you do this, you said, it is love. You are enchanted by Odessa. It's beauty, allure, mystique, the defiance, pride, and resilience of its people. You began by photographing the teens training at the Odessa Military Academy. Then you became inspired to open your lens to embrace the whole of this beguiling place, a dreamscape of the city you love. There were outside forces that delayed the publication of your book. The current Russian invasion coincided with the release of your book, causing you to consider its impact. The people you have photographed, many of whom became your friends, are people who live in a city under siege, waging war. They encouraged you to publish now. They said, show how we live. In one interview I read, you said, and I quote, to me, they are all heroes, end quote. I'm so pleased that Odessa is in its second printing. The first sold out in record time and a portion of the pre-sales was donated to Monstrov, a charity in Odessa. 
there is minimal text in your book. No page numbers, no image list. Interspersed are stunning poems which echo your vision. Yet this book feels like one filled with so many words, so many stories, so much to be told, and so much to be heard. I am honored. It's a privilege to have you with us today to discuss all of this. Welcome. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you for the kind words. Really so, so sweet. Thank you. Thank you. Completely true. And I, I, I wanted to go into some of the stories and I am going to remember to scroll. Um, uh, because it happened to me over and over again that when I encountered an image, this one is of a young man holding his skateboard, which looks like an afternoon light. Um, and when I look at an image like this, um, my response is like, I wanna scream because I'm looking at so many things at the same time. And I'm like, okay, how? How did you do this? Like, there are so many aspects to your composition, to the expressions on people's faces. Like, you know, I'm looking here and this person is looking directly at us and somehow he's wise and yet he's innocent and he's open, but he's cautious. And it's like, okay, okay, tell us. <laughs> like how, how do you capture all of this in one image? I think for me, the first, the initial thing that happens mm -hmm. um, is a connection with somebody. Um, like in this case, um, or in many, in most cases, is mm -hmm. it, it's a con when I see somebody I'm interested in, um, or I want to photograph, or I want to meet. Um, it's I, I approach them. And I, I will know pretty much immediately if they're willing to share with me. And I feel like, especially with portraiture or any kind of um, photography, really, it, it's really like, a, it's such a collaboration. It's, it's really like, um, I can never take a great picture if somebody doesn't want to share something with me. Mm. And um, I think you kind of know when it's happening and it's the most exciting feeling when, um, when somebody wants to share a moment of themselves with you or share their um, inner self. I mean, what it was like the gypsies used to say, please don't take my picture. You're going to take my soul. <laughs> mm. But um, I just feel like um, when that, that happens, it's like magic. And then, then right away, my brain switches to the other mode, which is like, okay, where's the light? And what's in the frame? Mm -hmm. And color to me, because I started shooting in black and white and um, never imagined shooting in color. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, color, no, there's just no way. I'm a black and white photographer. Um, I, when I start, you know, when I went to, art center I shot everything I mean we had to shoot in color but I I, I was just never imagined like 
Kudelka and William Klein and Man Ray. I mean, it was like Diane Arbus. Like to me, it, I was a black and white photographer. Um, and then um, slowly through the years, I started understanding color. And I think it, it kind of coincided with me starting to paint. I fell in love with color. I also fell in love with controlling the color. Not like controlling what's in the frame. I realized that the reason why I didn't like most color pictures when I started shooting in color was that I didn't like all those colors. It made it feel too normal, too, um, too like real life. And so when I realized that I'm totally in control of what's in the frame by choosing the colors that are in the frame. I started loving color. So mm -hmm. Odessa to me was immediately, the minute I got there, I was like, this is a color. Everywhere I saw was colors and these amazing washed out colors of Ukraine and post-Soviet things and the colors of my childhood. And I, it was, there was not even a question that this particular project was going to be in color. So this boy, for example, was standing, uh, I met him, this is right at the beginning of the, of the project. This is in 2016. I went to, I went back to Odessa knowing that I wanted to do a serious project there. Um, after I went in, in 2015 and, and like you, you mentioned, uh, photographed at the Academy and I was there with my husband and my kids and photographed everywhere, but I knew I was going to come back the next summer and I was going to just dive into this. And um, me and a friend um, who was helping me produce were walking around. It was just the first night we got there. We went to get a coffee at some place and it was like dusk. And we met a bunch of like, I see all these teenagers hanging out. And um, I came over and I started taking, asked them if I could take some pictures. And then we kind of met the leader of the bunch. And uh, I said, listen, I said, I'm working on a book project and I think I really want to focus on the youth. And I said, can you gather a bunch of kids um, at the square, like at, at a cool, like at a location that I, I wanted to do it in like, Odessa has these amazing courtyards, like in, it kind of like in Paris where you kind of go inside a building, but then there's another building and all this <laughs> stuff going on. So, mm -hmm. so there was one right in the center and I, and it looked really cool to me. So I said, you know, let's meet at five o'clock. So he was one of the kids that showed up. So he was just standing there with a bunch of other boys and girls. And he was talking and I said, you know, can I take your picture over here? And I put him there and, and he just looked at me like that. He just, and that's Ukraine for you. There's a, to me, that's such a big part of this project is how open and how willing to show their A, vulnerability, B, who they are, are my fellow Ukrainians. Um, it really, um, I don't know if it's, it's like, I'm, I'm, it's like a magnet for me. Like Ukraine, is a, it's been since I left when I was 11. It's been a magnet for me to go back and always photograph there as soon as I started to photograph. But um, yeah, so yeah, that was that. Well, that does make a lot of sense in terms of what I feel is 
controlled within this shot? Because the compositions and your framing, uh, I don't know how to describe it because you come from so many different perspectives, but you you pull in whatever, when you mentioned going to that, you know, the other brain clicks in, that brain feels like a file cabinet of like, you know, light check, composition check, frame yeah. check, like, like, and that's what happens when I'm looking as a viewer, um, the shadows in this, um, all the geometrics in this, it's, it's almost like the background bounces through all those layers that his gaze does, right? So there's a reverberation, at least that I experience. And, and I'm looking at that and I'm like, just how he puts that skateboard on his toe mm -hmm. and he's holding it so relaxed, like everything is relaxed. And, you know, my, my, my art directing, creative directing comes out with even how the folds in his shirt are working. Like it's just layer after layer that feels so pleasing and purposeful on an aesthetic level. Um, and then there's all that, that emotion. Um, and I'm moving to this image, which this is what I mean. And I don't know where I came up with the analogy of a dragonfly with the camera, but it was like, I don't know where you are in relationship to these people. I don't know how you get to that position because, I mean, so we're looking at these two young women and one is almost looking off camera. It is if, it's as if you caught the mid conversation and certainly not with you, more with each other. And the other one is all taken up with looking at this uh, almost like it's not a dandelion, but it is, you know, a, a, a weed in its some, you know, uh, growth place. And she's just holding it. So you have so much going on again in this image. And I, I, I again, don't understand how you don't interrupt what it is that you're capturing. Oh my God, this was a, such a great day. So <laughs> this is Paulina and Hannah. Mm -hmm. um, they're a couple, they're musicians. Mm -hmm. um, when um, I met them through my producer on this, my um, friend, Ira, but it became a great friend. Mm -hmm. um, I saw their picture and I said, I want to photograph these girls for the Odessa project. And um, she said, great. I said, I know where I want to photograph them. So, so Odessa is like situated all along the sea. Mm -hmm. So kind of like once you pass the center, there's a path that kind of goes on top, like by the city, by the Franciske Boulevard, which is like the, the, the where all the old mansions used to be. And then there's kind of like these like a path like where they they call it the path of health where people mm -hmm. ride their bicycles mm -hmm. and uh, they run and all along that there's like ways to get down to the beaches and the beaches are not like just one long beach there's all kinds of beaches so this is an area where one of so when you're on the main street and when you kind of like well, you have to kind of walk for quite a while to get to the to this health uh, <laughs> path um you know you're walking through like apartment buildings and buildings and the, the playgrounds and 
one day I was there with my, my kids in this particular path that led from the French Boulevard onto the sea. And um, there was this beautiful area and the kids were playing on the playground. And then I took some pictures of my girls um, and this, and, I, and it was like, the light was incredible. And I was like, wow, I want to go back to this spot. So I knew the spot that I wanted mm-hmm. to take them to. Um, but you know, you never know what's going to happen. I, I don't know these girls, like, uh, I, I meet them and, um, they're great. And, um, I said, let's just go into these flowers and they just started playing around and, and they were so funny and they were like self-conscious a little bit about having their picture taken. And, um, we just kind of hung out for a while. And that to me really works most of the time when I just meet somebody. Um, and, um, and, and I don't, you know, you, you, you want to capture the essence of who they are, the essence of their relationship. Um, and, and then I just let them play. I let them play and I hung out with them. And then, and then I started seeing stuff happen. And once I started seeing stuff happen, I just wanted to be like, almost like I'm there, but I'm not there. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, I, I just, they were in their own world and I just started moving around like a, like, like you're saying kind of like a fly or some kind of a flying creature because I moved around them so quickly that they didn't have time to really um, get uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So I really, and then, and then after a while, it was just so great. And we just had a blast mm-hmm. and I shot a few rolls and then we went for and had a drink. <laughs> and yeah. Um, yeah, they're wonderful, wonderful girls. They're really great musicians. Mm. Yeah. That I think you running around enough that they weren't conscious was such an amazing synergy and you capture it, you know, and then to be able to capture it with that level of focus and also what's happening with the sunspots, et cetera, and all the highlights on, I don't know if that's uh, Hannah's hair or not, but it's just beautiful. Oh, well, once you, like, once you, like you're looking through the camera and you start seeing what's happening, you get so excited. <laughs> you get so inspired and excited. And then, and then you kind of go again, the light and the composition and where do you crop? And I like to have uncomfortable croppings a lot of the time um, mm-hmm. where I think there's a line of tension um, like in Hannah's eye. Um, I, I, I like, I like to um, push the composition as much mm-hmm. as I can um, where it's still pleasing, but it's not, um, it's not conventional. Absolutely. That's so great. I mean, I'm experiencing that. And when I teach concept aware, I actually uh, had a quote from another um, photographer that talks about this very thing in terms of the tension that is on the edge of the frame Mm -hmm. and how you can move things and it's either in or out, right? You can, you can move out and it's like, ah, flattens out or you can move in too much and you dropped it. But if you get it right in the middle, it, it, it holds that synergy. Consequently, the uh, name of my podcast got punctum because that's what that is, right? (laughs) It's that space 
um, and, and you need it. Um, I could not believe when words did appear. I wasn't expecting them, actually. I didn't, I didn't anticipate. And then they are so clearly similar to your way of seeing. It was astounding. You know, another person that gives me this sense of being on the wind, right? Um, and in one of the poems, I think there are four in total, um, mm -hmm. uh, Ilya talks about the wind as a nation, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So this is dancing in Odessa. And the only piece I just took out this very small uh, piece of the, the longer poem. In a city ruled jointly by doves and crows, doves covered the main district and crows the market. And it was again, that ability to be kind of sensual and descriptive, but with enough room to really be able to like trip my own imagination, right? Mm -hmm. A very visual use of, of, of language. Um, how did you come to um, choose to use such limited text? Well, when I was kind of done with the book, um, there was talk um, about like, what will be in the book as far as writing? Will somebody do a foreword? Uh, will somebody write about Odessa? Will somebody, and, and I just couldn't imagine any kind of cohesive historical or, um, you know, kind of straightforward um, writing. I just didn't want that because I said, if, if you don't get the pictures, then you don't get the pictures. Um, and I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> So, and then I really was like, I really would love to find a poet that was, was a Ukrainian poet. And I started doing my research and I was like, okay, and Akhmatova lived for so long, you know, that's, uh, she could be great for this. And I started reading her poetry again, looking for something and then nothing was really clicking. And my husband was, I said, can you, because he's very good at research. I, I said, can you help me figure this out? So he said, I think I found something, someone perfect. He said, I just ordered you the book, Dancing in Odessa. So I get this book. I flip out, like literally I flip out because I am crying. I'm like so emotional. I've never read poetry like this. Blown away. Start doing my research about Ilya. Like can't believe how... how I mean, just like he touched me so deeply. Um, this is 2018, I believe. Yeah, 2018. So I reach out to him. I find his email. I reach out to him and I say, I said, you know, I, I just I'm working on this body of work. Your poem, Dancing in Odessa, is my, is, is, is like, I want to, can I use it, you know? And I said, can I, I'm going to send you the photographs. And um, he got back to me. I sent him the images and he wrote back to me and was so, he got like, he, he's like, you, you 
captured my Odessa, he said to me. <laughs> you captured exactly uh. my Odessa. And um, yes, please use dancing in Odessa. And, 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 and I'm also have been working on these other poems. At that point, they were not published um, in a time of war. Uh, uh, and and um, mm -hmm. he sent me all of those. And in the beginning, I was just going to use dancing in Odessa at the beginning of the book. And then as we started working on the layout and we started focusing on, because the book was like, imagine it's like, it was three sizes of what it is right now. I had to edit out like 65% mm. of the images because it, the book was just like insane. It was, it was so big. And when I started working with Ghost, when I started working, um, with two and, and really working on the layout and focusing very much on portraiture um, and the faces and um, the, the portraiture of still lives as well of these things mm -hmm. um, and, and, and the, the street corner and what everything became had like a personality. And I felt like, wow, I really feel like I need more of Ilya's words in here. I, I, I really felt like they were so powerful and, and I was so honored that he wanted to, he was open and wanted to be part of this book. And, and I, I'm, I'm very um, grateful. And, and um, I think he's just like, <laughs> he just blows my mind. I think he's like the mm. best poet. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's what was really amazing to me because I felt like you were so equal in your art forms and that there was this almost call and response happening. And it was interesting because mm -hmm. that's the, the same kind of reverberation I would experience in your images. It just got louder and more, more complex, more woven and more visuals, right? Like, I think that you're, imagery sparks all these stories in my head, even not necessarily grounded in the reality. And then yeah. the images in the poem do the same. And it's like this cacophony. And it's like so interesting to be somewhat, um, you know, surrounded by that sound, but it all feels very uh, kind of like the sea, right? It's a calmness. There is a, there's a, 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 an ebb and a flow to it that is, is really interesting. And, and in both, in your work and his words, because you can be uh, lyrical one minute and searingly sad the next, right? And you just don't know what's coming. And I, I really appreciate that um, nimbleness in, in, with both of you being able to move. Um, and I really appreciated what you said was the still life portraiture, which this is an example of that, right? <laughs> yeah. This car. Um, yeah. Go ahead and tell us about how you stopped and took this. Um, well, I'm gonna go back a little bit to the do doves and the crows. Like, yes. like just one more thing about, yeah. Like when I read Please. that line, I was, mm -hmm. I was, um, it's like exactly how, how I saw stuff. Mm -hmm. it, it's like, it, it's like you're in reality, but you're in unreality. And I think because we were both 
kind of uprooted immigrants um, that left at a kind of a similar age. He left when he was 14 and I had 11. Um, I think your the stories that your parents and your grandparents told, the stories of, of your childhood, the way you saw stuff, and uh, it just kind of, it, it, formulate, it formulated the way I saw, period, mm-hmm. like um, as an artist. And I think his words touched me so much in that, in that same way. Like it was such a nostalgic, um, uh, such a powerful, um, I don't even, it really, it really, it really was like the way I saw yeah, the yeah. Way I, I, and it would really, it, it was just like, I was so excited. <laughs> well, you know, the word that's because coming. Because I'm a terrible speaker. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm such a visual person that to read some words that kind of described how I felt was, it, it was incredible. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. And so, like this car was also, uh, this is uh, from the original first trip. Um, I was walking, I think, with with my kids, and and uh, and, and it was just, I, I couldn't. It was just so beautiful to me, mm-hmm. all these grays and these leaves, and it was just such an incredible um, combination of color and form, and this mm-hmm. kind of abandoned, abandoned vehicle of my childhood <laughs> mm-hmm. um the 70s car and a little bit of modern graffiti i mean it just had all these things that i loved i don't know i just i just yes. loved i just loved um i loved it and i took i i it felt like it was going to talk to me this car mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true I, and that's what i'm saying that's so funny you said that why I had this sensation that there were so many words in your book that has so few words, right? <laughs> but that the, the images themselves are going to talk. I really felt that. And just to go back um, to, um, to mention in terms of with Ilya, the word that kept coming to my mind was validation, right? That yes. that was a validation of your own experience. And I love how you just described this sense of reality, not reality, imagination, not imagination. When you describe this idea of being uprooted at that age, it is when you are still in that place of not you know, what is filling your actual sense of self is still being filtered through imagination as a child and what you do remember and don't. And then the stories from those that are older, that's through a different filter. And so all of it is kind of true, but you're not sure what is true, mm-hmm. right? And what got tagged on, etc. cetera. Um, so I was thinking of that and I had looked up, I thought this was so interesting um, because Ilya was also um, uh, very much heralded for the ability to do the kind of work in his poetry. And uh, I I saw this uh, quote that in 2019, he was selected by the BBC as one of the 12 artists that changed the world. And I love that. I mean, and of course that goes back to what I'm all about, which is how you see. And I think artists see in a way that has the capacity to change the world. Um, yeah, that's, 
Amazing. And yeah. Um, that's, that's where we're going. And here, this is another image where I'm, I don't know if it's at the same space and the same night that you took the young skateboarder, but it has a similar patina. Um, and again, I was just screaming about how, when there was text, how impactful it was in your book. Right. So here she is in a T-shirt that says hell in a really great font. Um, and this she's is, in. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. I, I mean, I just this can't is get a funny that. story. So mm -hmm. I love funny stories and interesting <laughs> stories. So I have a dear friend that I grew up with in Brooklyn with. His name is Russell mm -hmm. and he has um, a company called Sir, which is like kind of a skater, mm -hmm. um, hip hop kind of clothing mm -hmm. brand that he's mm -hmm. had since the 90s um so he's from odessa mm -hmm. and uh, he's my only immigrant friend that i know that goes there all the time like he's always there he ended up opening a shop there um i think in like 2013 or something um and um anyway so we he happens to be in odessa when i'm there um and we meet for dinner and he comes with this other guy, our age, you know, and this teenager, right? This pregnant, gorgeous teenager. And the other guy is her husband. I'm like, wow. Okay. Um, this is the husband and she's pregnant, gorgeous and wearing this hell t-shirt, which is um, my friend Russell's brand. Ah. So I said to her, can I take your picture for my book tomorrow? <laughs> and she said, okay, well, would you like me to wear? I said, exactly what you're wearing. <laughs> so um, she said, okay. I, I said, I'll just come to, I, I said, if you're busy, whatever, I'll just come to you and we can do it. And this was in the courtyard of where she lived. Mm. And um, so, yeah, that's the portrait. And I ended up actually, uh, so her name is Sonia. And I ended up, um, photographing her again after she had the baby mm. two years later she's in the book um with um with her little um son and that uh, she oh. was pregnant again good just a I'm little gonna... bit pregnant she's kind of in the beginning of the book and she's sitting on the bed i was just gonna um, say i'm gonna go look <laughs> yeah and it's Find uh, her again yeah it's like two and a half years so this was 2016 i guess or 20 yeah i, I was two years apart two years apart she had the baby um yeah Sonia wow. gorgeous Sonia but so beautiful and this look of like mm. this face and uh, it's another one of those like you know I saw all the stuff behind her and I was like this is a great place to stand I love that wire and all the graffiti and the writing and um so I definitely placed her there um but what she gave me, you can't, you can place them anywhere. If they don't want to give you what, what they give you, then, then you have nothing really. Then, then, then there's no soul in the image. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah. Yeah. So interesting because uh, I was thinking, as you said it though, like she projects an old soul, like her look is so 
wise, just like your mm-hmm. skateboarder. And it's like, okay, wait, you're probably like not 20. And, and it's just got this gravitas to it. And mm-hmm. what I love in terms of all the things that are against uh, that wall, I love how there's paint and there's not paint. And you have that line going actually right through where her eyes are, which yeah. is really cool. Um, and just her placement and the graphics that are behind her and then all the softness that's in front of it. It's, and it's honestly the exact same color range of when you were at the skateboard mm-hmm. image, right? Even though it's like a totally different time. Yeah. Whoops. what I just do? And then this image with like, I, this is what I mean about keeping your viewer astonished. I mean, I've shown what four images and they are all highly unique. And then you pull out one like this and I'm like, okay, wait, what? Like (laughs) the cat, uh, the playboy bunny briefs. I mean, it's just, I, you can't make this up. No, you can't. I mean, this cat, I was obsessed with this cat. So it's a friend of mine with her cat. I, I kept seeing pictures of this cat. And I was like, I have to come over and take a picture of you with this cat. And there, there it is. I mean, the cat. I actually think the cat has, it might be the light, but it almost looks like two different color eyes. He does. He has, okay. that's, that was my obsession with the cat. Oh. Um, and <laughs> I don't know. It was just, it was just, you know, fun. You know, it's like fun. Went to the apartment, put the underwear, the the little Playboy bunny underwear. We got the cat and, um, and um, yeah. Okay. So how did the Playboy bunny underwear factor in? Cause I just found it hilarious. I probably laughed out loud, right? It's like, so you knew that was uh, possible. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> but still, even the angle of the cat, like going from like their ears to tail in that huge diagonal. I mean, the whole thing. No, I mean, I, it, that was just, you know, it's like, can you get a good picture? Can you get an exciting picture? Um, she's so, um, she's so Odessa to me, the apartment, everything. It, 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 it was just like, that was part of the, the idea of the book for me was really capturing the spirit of the city and, and its inhabitants, you know, mm-hmm. and the animals in the city, uh, they really are like part of, of the, they're just like the, the, the characters. They're like mm-hmm. these, the, the, and there, there's so many cats and dogs everywhere. And they're so part of, part of the, part of the culture there mm-hmm. and it was like it, it, yeah I love this picture but it's like you know it's 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 um it's all it's like chance it's those things are like you could come and you can get nothing or you could come and you could get something and then you just go and then you you know I'm shooting on film so I don't even know what I'm getting I'm like okay great let's see something happens something that ma- you get the magic or you don't yeah Yeah. Well, what's interesting that um, I'm just uh, writing and thinking at the same time, but you are very attuned to 
almost, uh, I want to think of it, it's almost like a barometer, like your um, intuition, your whatever uh, grabs you. I almost felt like even you've got a tickler file when you said that you went to that place with your kids and then you're like, okay, that's a place, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Or that courtyard and then you brought people to that place or this idea of you are in touch with your own inspiration in a way that's really important. Like without that, you wouldn't be adding these pieces in that end up allowing the magic to happen. Yeah. I mean, you don't know, like, like, let's say you can pick a place and people could show up and you could get nothing, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or you could have a connection. I mean, like, I think it's so important to, for me, it was very important to tell the story of the place Mm -hmm. and what, what, what made me fall in love with the place. And there were so many things like everything made me excited. Like literally like there's photographs in the book of like, bottle standing you know in front of a window and and that made me excited because to me everything was beautiful mm-hmm. and um I think that's because I just found the city so inspiring and the people so inspiring and so full of life and so full of energy in a time that was very turbulent mm-hmm. um and um it was just, it's, it was, it, it was, it was very, very important for me to capture the energy of, um, and the soul of the city. Mm-hmm. And with that came, I wanted to have the animals. I wanted to have the buildings. I wanted to have the cars. I wanted to have the faces. I wanted to have relationships of the people. I would meet somebody and ask them to photograph them, or I would find people on the street. I mean, I'm not even sure, um, there's some pictures here. I didn't, I mean, there were compl- like that boy with a skateboard. I didn't know him. He was a complete stranger. And there's people that I actually got to know. And like Lisa here with the cat is become a great friend, you know? So mm-hmm. how did you, well, a couple of things, how did you decide? I want to go back to the 65% edit because that's brave. And also I'm sure difficult. Um, editing your own work is challenging. And, and, and what I want to, I want to know what that experience was like. And I also want to ask um, about um, the decision that you didn't title your images. So some of those creative choices. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. So basically, um, when um, the edit was hard, because I had 370 pictures that I presented to Ghost. Mm-hmm. I had a layout and I was send it over. And he wrote me back and said, all right, how do we, you know, when we decided we're going to work together, he was like, okay, how do we do this? And he sent me his selects. And I was like, no, I'm like, no, no way. And then we went back and forth. And then he said, listen, Elaine, <laughs> I mean, I love, I love what he did. I love his layout. I think the flow is incredible. He said, you have these pictures in here that don't really show your strength. And I said, well, what do you mean? And he's like, there, there are pictures of places and things going on. A lot of uh, situations, there were like more, less portraits, more I don't want to say the word street photography, but um, there were more me walking down and seeing stuff and taking pictures. 
-hmm. And he said the strength for him was in, in the connection and in the portraiture Mm -hmm. and in the weird stuff that I found interesting, like the next picture. Um, So he got rid of all those scenes Mm -hmm. and um, it was hard. Yeah. It was hard to take all of that out. A lot of them were very funny. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of them were very strange because there's so much amazing, strange stuff happening in the city. Um, But um, I'm very happy with having given not being like holding on for dear life because mm-hmm. it was years and years of me playing with this layout that finally when he came on board when I had to trust him mm-hmm. I had mm-hmm. to trust him and I had to say all right here and at the end like when the final 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 layout came it was after we did all the selects and I knew the images that were going in but the way he placed them I was like, wow, this guy is really great. <laughs> it really felt um, it worked. Mm-hmm. It worked. And, 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 and I'm, I don't regret not having. I don't. Re- those images have a life. They're mm-hmm. in the world. They're just not in this book, mm-hmm. but they're they're there. Wow. Thank you for being so descriptive about that, because that's a journey that I share with a lot of photographers in terms of collaborating and whether I'm curating or consulting, I come in with a different eye, obviously, and I have a different relationship. Uh, but my, my goal is to find the most impactful, impactful visual voice of that particular photographer. And, and it is hard to let go. Um, and it is a collaboration. But when, when you mentioned that, you know, he was taking out the situational things or some of the superfluous things, less is more in terms of being able to move that aside and really bring up this cacophony of what mm-hmm. I've described before. But for me, your book is funny and is strange, right? And is poignant. So it still came through. Like here is another image which cracked me up. So we're looking at this very tattooed leg, one leg only. And we're looking at what I can only assume is a McDonald's like Uber drink, but I've only got a part of the arches. So it's like I'm putting together the pieces. I don't know what the things say. I mean, there's English there too. And the fact that on their knee, it very clearly says, why not with a smiley (laughs) being that person's knee, Mm -hmm. like that whole thing is so fun and your crop is so tight. And actually that's now that I'm looking at it, it's not a knee, it's a shoulder, right? It's a knee. It's a knee. Oh, it is a knee. Okay. When I looked again, all of a sudden it looked as if you, okay, so picture this, because this is so funny. I thought it was a knee and then all of a sudden I'm looking again and in the upper right-hand corner, it almost looks like if you turned your neck and you just get the edge of your shoulder. Almost like a necklace or something. Yeah. 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 Oh, this was a fun night. This was a fun night. Um, (laughs) We were out um, just having drinks with a bunch of friends and a friend of ours came and said, this gypsy king is coming, gypsy king, right? The gypsy king is coming uh, he, or he's playing on the water. We should go. And then it got too late. He's like, actually, he's coming here. 
And I'm imagining some older gentleman, you know, like a gypsy, whatever. So this young kid shows up. I mean, he couldn't have been more than like 25 years old with his guitar and, and this like 17 year old blonde, fully tattooed kid with him. And next thing you know, we're hanging out for a while. They're like, okay, we're going to go to his babushka's house, to his grandma's house, to the mm-hmm. kid's grandma's house. And we're going to hang out and he's going to, they have a piano there. So we go to the grandma's house and there's maybe seven or eight of us. And I didn't even have my big camera. I had my contacts. Um, and the, he proceeds to sing and play music. And this is the knee of the 17 year old kid. We were hanging out outside on the balcony on Derevasovska Street, which mm-hmm. is like the, the, the historical street of everything that's going on in Odessa. It was an incredible mm-hmm. evening. Um, mm. And that's Odessa. Like, you don't know, you don't know what's going to happen or who you're going to meet or um, I mean, it was amazing. It, mm-hmm. it was just an amazing night of um, meeting people, listening to music, being in this incredible apartment um, that he lived with his grandmother. And I don't know, it was just really great. It is wonderful and surprising. Can you translate any of the other tattoos? I can see other faces. I like all of the... Um... Um, well, it, obviously it says, why not? And yeah. that um, Sonia is a name. Okay. And it says, Sonia is stupid. That's what it says. <laughs> oh, this yeah. is what I mean. It's kind of like the Playboy briefs. You just can't make it up. Uh-oh. All those all those faces. And then this image, just, I can't believe across, here's another relationship. I mean, the the words, I mean, it's just insane. The words are ridiculous. I mean, I mean, ridiculous. Sorry, that sounds derogatory. They are, again, this sensation as a viewer going, how did this happen? Right? So like across her t-shirt, what does this say? Can you read Sometimes that? you find yourself in the middle of nowhere. And his tattoo says no fun. Yeah. Um, I, I, I didn't even, when I took this picture, I asked him to take their picture. He put his head on her shoulder. I saw that he had the no fun tattoo, but I didn't see what it said on her t-shirt. I mean, I didn't. I had no idea. And then when I processed the film and I was looking at, I, it was just like, and that's when, I mean, that's the amazing thing in photography where I always say like, I've always said this since I started taking pictures, it's like you get these tiny messages mm. from the universe that you are where you're supposed to be. And mm. those, when those things happen is when you get really cool things happening in your imagery. Mm-hmm. It's like, I love that. Mm-hmm. I just love when things like that happen. I, and the connection yeah. is so, and it became such an even stronger connection to me now. Um, because what the fuck? Where are these guys right now? Oh, you know what yeah, I mean? And I'm yeah. like, it's really, um, excuse my language. It's really, um, it really like... It's, 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 it's really intense. It is. I mean, it is, it is. And 
and and only gets more intense. But um, ironically, in the few images that I shared, I didn't use any of your imagery from the military academy, but knowing full well that was kids that signed up in 2014 to kind of be ready. Mm -hmm. um, and then now here we are. Um, and this layer of when you do find, to go back to what you said in terms of not knowing what was said on her t-shirt and then how poignant it is. I mean, it is completely readable. And then to have his text. Um, so I was always having this feeling of interacting with this poignancy and emotion that I've been describing. And then the layer of knowing or not knowing like where these people are now it is just, uh, it's gut-wrenching and horrific. And so it's, it's like another big reverberation, you know, in terms of this compilation of Odessa would have had a lot of those emotional and aesthetic impacts. Um, but that cacophony that I feel like you and Ilya created and kind of got on the sound wave of Odessa has just grown and grown in our worlds years, right? Yeah, um, absolutely. Incredible. What it's, Odessa is so surrealist. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's very much like, there's such an element of almost absurdism and mm -hmm. surrealism and, and, and comedy and lightness, but also like ability to be so present no matter what the situation and really, really be part of life mm -hmm. and celebrate life. Mm -hmm. And that's what, um, but yet not having it be sugarcoated. Like Absolutely. these kids are, are very much, they know what's going on. They're, mm -hmm. they're, 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 they're in their life. They're part of life. And, and, they're like finally and i mean i mean that was one of the things that i i was finding so exciting during that time and and i think it will be even more exciting when this horrible war is over is that 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 i the ukrainian identity really um this new generation really um finding their own voice and and their own style and their own way of life outside of Russia, outside of the Soviet era, outside of the Western influences, outside of trying to be American or, or British or trying to fit in into some kind of a thing. It's just like this refreshing new, their own thing, which is cooler than anybody else's thing at the moment. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like at, at some point, I remember like they were saying all these kids from Berlin are flying to Kiev instead of kids from Kiev flying to Berlin. And it was really, it, it was so nice, the confidence and inspiration, finding inspiration within themselves and becoming, oh, like going to the past, taking from Ukrainian history, taking from mm -hmm. the Soviet, I mean, mixing it all up and creating mm -hmm. their own thing. And I really wanted to 
show that. Mm -hmm. Um, And Odessa, on top of it being kind of its own thing outside of anywhere else, it's like its own little universe. Mm -hmm. Um, Unlike any city in 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 Ukraine or anywhere really um Mm. I think um I have coming up a a a quote of Ilya's um that that echoes what it is that you're talking about um I moved to this image which again has that wit along with uh, I don't know how you got here or how you're taking a photograph without the person in it kind of even being aware you're in the room. Um, And again, the light. So the idea that these um, kind of futons are covered with greetings and different languages, like good day and good morning. And and it's very dark. And give us a little background on this image. Um, Well, one of the things we were doing every day is like, I just wanted to go somewhere and take pictures so there was always something going on especially in the summer there's like uh you know like children's dance festival there's cleaning uh, there's moving of an icon from one church to another there's a manga festival there's uh, and then i went to the opera house the circus the this was um a pole dancing um exercise class Mm-hmm. and uh, you know we went to the baths we went to uh, anything anything that was going on uh, the old uh, obviously outside of the all the military schools and and mm-hmm. um the beaches and so i w- we walked in and it was just like girls it was a class like a dance class basically mm-hmm. and i saw this woman just on her phone and the light was incredible and light's i just beautiful. took a picture Wow, that's amazing and actually makes me think of um, an article I read in the New York Times. I'll put a link to it sometime in the last month or two that was about dancers in Ukraine and art in war times and how there's literally they were talking about uh, pole dancing. They were talking about other kinds of dancing. They were talking about dancers working with soldiers um, and literally there's a, a, a a troop trying to teach soldiers how to stay um, ergonomically okay, how to fall when you're, or keep your balance when you've got all this other equipment on you. It was really fascinating. I'll, I'll put a link to that. Yeah, the light here, and then that crazy print on the, on the fabric. So this was the other uh, quote that is, what you were trying to say about Odessa, I feel like Ilya really nailed here. And this is from of the language of Odessa. What is the common language of all immigrants? It is a language through which soul moves as body moves through time. In Odessa, it is always biblical time. The world is created and then we go eat <laughs> apples. Uh, Amazing. I love reading that over and over. It is exactly what you were talking about in terms of innocence and knowledge, frankly, Mm -hmm. right? Like, and it is biblical and it is like, what a gift. I'm sure one of the attractions, or I'm saying at least maybe I'm projecting here, I would be attracted to people in Odessa being able to live in the present. Yes. What a gift. You know, there's so many of us in other 
areas of the world that have no flipping idea because we don't take in history. We don't take in what's going on in the same way that there's no way to ignore that. So there's a beauty to that. Um, yes, absolutely. To that knowledge. So yeah. Wow. Um, I'm going to go to another we have two more slides to share and I want to open up for questions. So here's another one, just this head on a hand. Honestly, if you looked at this photograph, you could just be looking at the graphics because I know that I'm looking at like five people's parts of their bodies, um, but it says so much more, right? Yeah. Um, and you're there capturing it. It was during um, talk, it was one of the religious um, ceremonies, um, some mm -hmm. kind of a holiday. I can't remember what it was. There was like, it, I think it was something to do with one charge moving an icon. I think it might've been one of those days. Mm. And we were just in a crowd and I was a little bit higher up. And I saw this woman place her hand on her husband's head. Mm -hmm. And it was so beautiful to me. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. and, and I, and the colors were so beautiful and I just sneaked in there and took a picture. Yeah. I mean, I could be in that picture for such a long time because it does keep moving, like even just aesthetically, right? You have one print and the print happens to really work with the one, two, three, four other people's shirts and mm -hmm. headdress. Like what are the chances of that? Um, and then the idea of that strap that looks like it's actually that it looks like a woman and it looks like it might be a person. It's very thin and it's white and it's going in one direction in a diagonal. Mm -hmm. And then the man has a diagonal on his own and it's in black and it's thicker and it's going in the other direction. I mean, it's just this aesthetic circuitousness and then the emotion and it's like a beautiful beautiful combination and even that's a watch but the watch on that woman's hand happens to add to it too right yes it almost looks like an infinity if you pulled mm -hmm. out um so that is just just so beautiful and it's interesting because i think you're photographing in pretty high light which is not necessarily when you would um you know, and it works, it works really well. Yeah. Um, and then this image, I just had to put this in. This is my favorite image. Oh my God, I'm so glad you said that. And this is why you're a dragonfly. Where were you? Like, I have no idea. This is such an amazing moment. Oh my God, these two are Odessa to me. They're like the, the most Odessa couple on the planet. Um, <laughs> um, this is Jora and Lisa. Um, we, I photographed him on kind of like the first or second, you know, with the picture with the boy with the skater. Mm -hmm. I met him that day. Mm -hmm. I met him that day and I met her that day and they just started dating or maybe they weren't even dating yet. So this is in 2016. And we became really, really good friends. Like, every time I would go, we would hang out, like we would hang out, we would hang out. I took a few pictures of him. I never photographed her. And we were, I knew I wanted to photograph them for the book. It was just a matter of time. And um, I said, can I come over? Um, it, I was leaving the next day and I said, can I come over in the morning 
um, because we kept, you know, when you're just hanging out, you're just kind of like not thinking about, oh, we'll do it tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow. And I said, I have to come over. And they said, okay, come over. And um, they were renting this really interesting apartment that was really great. Uh, had amazing wallpaper and she's like you're gonna love the apartment <laughs> and that uh, he was still in bed when I came over and she like plopped herself on the bed and they were talking and I just whipped out my camera right there and then and um took this picture and it's um it really shows this beautiful they're so beautiful both of them and and that's they're so there, I mean, I really, I felt like I, 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 the intimacy between them, they really shared that with me. And it was so, um, there's, they're so open and vulnerable. Mm -hmm. There's like, like, I'm not even there, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, honestly, jaw dropping. And I was there thinking to myself, okay, she's not like a drone that would call attention to itself. Did she like you hung from like the ceiling, like a spider? Like, I just don't like, it was amazing to me. And not only what they're sharing between them emotionally, but the idea of her in this, a bit of a soft focus and then his eyes, not at you, at her. And then that little bit of, um, space between them, the negative space between their faces. Um, just stunning. I'm, I'm glad to know it's your favorite picture. I had to include it. It <laughs> blew me away. Thank you. Blew me away. Well, I'm glad that I am giving time to, to questions for people that are joining us. So um, that was my last slide. And for people who are listening on the podcast, um, first of all, you can buy the book coming out. It's uh, in its second print. And then um, on my website under In Conversations, we put together this Vimeo um, and you can see some of the images there. You can see it on the Ghost, uh, Ghost uh, website as well as following. Um, Yelena and what we do afterwards is we pull some of these um, resources uh, that we have and we also ask for inspiration that you might not have mentioned uh, Yelena to share with our audiences and that's what's in our episode notes on the podcast and in our summary on the website and they're hyperlinked because um, I'm really interested in sharing these resources and um, I love the ripple effect of what happens in in what we're doing. Wow, I can't thank you enough for, for helping me see more of how you see because as I mentioned, you blew me out of the water. Oh, thank you so much. It was my pleasure. Really incredible. Um, so thank you. Thank and you. Um, are you working on something now? Um. I am working on a book that um, I shot in um, in Western Ukraine in 2019 and 2020 um, at the Malanka Festival, which is the New Year celebration by the old calendar. It's a pagan holiday that's been turned into a Christian holiday, but it's basically how the the devil kidnaps spring, and then. And people dance and sing and then she comes back out and spring begins mm -hmm. um 
anyway, so I, I, I shot a film there and um, some photographs. So I'm, I'm working um, on that mm-hmm. book and I am, cannot wait as soon as my husband lets me, I'm going, I'm going to Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully soon. Mm-hmm. Because it's mm-hmm. been such good news recently. I'm like, please. Um, so as soon as um, it's, I mean, if I didn't have kids, I would be there already. But, mm-hmm. but um, I have to wait a little bit. And then um, I'm going to go and help as much as I can physically, but also I want to start shooting again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really looking forward to mm-hmm. touching, kissing that ground. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, we'll be cheering you on to get there soon. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It was a real pleasure speaking to you. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you, everyone. It's always so hard to end. (laughs) 